Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Spirited Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on this cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you certainly now look at that guy, homie. Fuck that. Black dude. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Take two, let's try this again. Uh, big shout out right off the bat to Shaheen Nuclear Heat Graphics, uh, who pointed out to me that I had set the show for 15 minutes. So, you motherfuckers are about to get a real short tease of what the fuck I got to say today. Um, so, as I had led on to in the last show, I had too much to cover with this Teddy Maria shit to add it on to the show I did last night. If you haven't checked that show out, please go check that show out. Um, now the previous show I did, the one before last night, last week, was less than 24 hours before the drop of the first official Teddy and Maria fucking insanity series. Teddy and Maria's unfiltered, whatever the fuck. Um, so I, I had predicted that, you know... Teddy and Maria being together. That that's what I based my whole speech on and everything I had to say about it was just my knowledge of them being together. Nothing had actually happened yet. 
<laughs> you know, it was just like, oh, here's how I think this is going to go. Within 24 hours, they went full speed at my predictions. And I was delighted with a video the next day. I'm on my 1030 break at work. And I fucking, I get sent this video titled, Fuck You Schlack. With Teddy and Maria. I mean, I, I couldn't even wrap my fucking head around the things I kept hearing in this video. Throughout this video, I kept going, why did they put this out to the public? Why did they record this? Why did they hit send? Why didn't they edit that out? Why are any of these things being released? And I like, I must have sent to like multiple different people, Paul being one of them, uh, hit Joe numbers up, said, yo, dude, like anybody who can please record this. It, it's got to get pulled down. Like I'm thinking a hundred percent, like this thing's going to be down within the hour. I'm at work. I'm not going to be home for another eight hours. So I'm thinking like, dude, like somebody's got to grab this fucking audio because it's going to get pulled down. This is clearly 100% a threat to her career. Um, he doesn't really have a career, so that's, that's a wrap, but, um, yeah, I'm like, get this audio, this is fucking gold, I can't even believe this shit is out there, and, uh, I'm gonna play it for you guys, and I mean, I'd imagine anyone listening to this has already heard it, and I'll give you my thoughts on it as it goes, but they have turned themselves into just the wrestling version of the Honey Boo Boo show. And I, I, I don't even have, like, I have plenty of words for it because I'll share those with you today. But it, it's, it's fucking, like, it's addicting. It, I, I've watched this every fucking day since they put them out. I've watched every single video except I think I'm behind on two because I did my podcast last night which is pretty much the time frame I would use to watch this ridiculous shit. Like I have, you know, on my TV, you know, I could put on the apps. So I just pull the YouTube app up on my TV and I just sit there and play it like a fucking television show every fucking night. Like I watched the first one on my phone at work, but ever since then it's been like, you know what? Nah, I just fucking hit it right on the fucking big screen. And I just watch these assholes spiral out of control. And uh, it's just, it's unbelievable. And I have, I have so much to get into. So I, I took a shitload of notes. So you're going to get the uh, the first video chopped up. Again, big shout out to Shaheen. Um, it, guys, I need like a fucking producer or something because, uh, I you know, I see stuff like this and I'm like, man, I want to chop this up and this and that. And, and I'm so terrible at fucking editing. And um, more so like even the enthusiasm to do so. Like I, I just, it, it's a hassle to pull up the fucking thing and then, then uh, download the fucking clip and then drop the thing in there and then get the time stamps and, and cut from here to there. And people who are used to doing that shit, it's like fucking, ah, no problem. Pull from here to here to here. Uh, you know, me, it's like a fucking project. And then I wind up not doing the show because I'll think about like, I want to do this and this and this. And I think about how the show would work perfect if I did this with this clip and this with that clip. And then I'm like, I, I'm not going to get around to doing that. And then I just go, fuck it. I'm not doing the show. So I started to just after a while, I just started to say, fuck clips. I'm not doing them. 
you know, because like I did that Eddie Kingston uh, DJ thing back in the day, and that like it took a bunch of fucking time, and I loved the way it came out, but that took like hours of my fucking time just to put that together. I gotta find that again because it's it's about time I reintroduced that to the public because I was very happy with that. But um, that takes like way more time than your average person who knows what the fuck they're doing would take with it. And when I start getting ideas like that, I get discouraged when I know that I'm not going to pull it together and I just bail on doing the show altogether. So I started to do shows just without clips, without anything like that. Um, And I wanted to clip up this Teddy Hart thing or whatever. And then I guess when I fucking went to use the the program I used, they're like, oh, you know, uh, this isn't genuine or some shit. Uh, You know, hit us up. I'm like, well, you know, that's not going to fucking happen. So uh, the program was done, and uh, I was like, oh, fuck. So I had mentioned to Shane, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll chop it up, no problem. So for that reason, I bring to you Teddy Hart and Maria featuring the Fuck Schlack video. Let me just start out by saying that I do not like drama. I do not like uh, calling people out. I don't like any of that shit. I'm not a bully. I don't like... I don't like to cause controversy, and Teddy, you know that. Like, as dramatic as I am, I don't like to cause controversy, especially with Schlack being someone that I really appreciated and cared about, and he did so much for me. Um, Not really true. That is true. He did a lot for me, and you've admitted that many times. Shoot to Schlack. I don't know your relationship well enough to fucking do fuck all, but I've seen you twice now, and you fucking first time you lied, shoots, and said I fucking said I fucked Marie in her room. And you, me, and Nick Gage and Jimmy Lloyd are in that room at the same time, motherfucker. I didn't say shit, but she hung out with me once. I never fucking said a word. I let it slide. You texted her behind my back that I was talking shit. I fucked her twice before that ever happened. I never said a fucking word. If I had a big dick or small dick or if she fucking came or tapped out because I fucking long dicked her stomach so bad she thought she was a fucking man-eating tough bitch and she got fucking... Yeah, put to sleep real quick so you can have that fucking sloppy second, sloppy thirds, dude. But the fucking time I see you, I didn't say shit about Maria and never, ever disrespected her one fucking time, dude. I don't do hardcore matches. I do a fucking real life walk outside. I'd rather shake your hand and give you a fucking hug and tell you how fucking cool you are and how badass you are and how much I like your matches because I'm the fucking biggest fan of yours. But don't be a fucking player-hating pussy-ass fucking bitch, dude. Okay. There's a lot to get into. That was only a minute and a half. And the whole... I guess we got to start with the fact that he says, um, Schlack accused him of fucking Maria, which is bullshit, because he fucked her two times before he even asked her that, before he even asked him that. What? I, 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 what? And the amount, like, this is how you see how bad this thing is going right from the start. Because if anybody can't see the way that he's speaking about Maria in front of Maria while Maria films this thing, it's unfucking believable. Like, she can't, her whole gimmick of not only the man eater, but a strong woman that can go up against any man is dead. Dead in the fucking water. Because he's standing there going, yeah, like I fucked her twice and long dicked her stomach until she had to tap out. You know, and, and like, this is what he's saying. And he's going, oh, you, you could have the sloppy second, sloppy thirds. This is what he's calling Maria. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of trying to throw shade at Schlack while using her. He's just like, yeah, I fucked this bitch anyway. Like, what the fuck? It's so unreal. And then, he, you know, of course, he, he teeters back and forth from, 
Stop being a pushy-ass player-hating bitch. I'm your biggest fan. Like, whoa. Like, this whole fucking thing is just madness. I'm asking you to call me and finish her tattoo because she's your friend. No, the problem is that I had a tattoo that he started. You guys have seen it on my arm for a long time. Pull my sleeve up. Hold on. He's a fucking good tattoo artist, and she likes you and respects you. It's not finished. Nobody else can finish it because nobody else knows how to finish those pieces. And I like, I'm not. I don't want to make a scene about it. And I would never go back to him get a new tattoo because I don't want to deal with that. But I need this one finished. I'm trying to finish my. I told myself I was crying today because I want to finish my sleeve. Hold on. I look stupid with one tattoo sleeve. I want to finish that piece so then I can do the rest of the arm. And it's like he promised me when we started dating, if he started a tattoo, that if he was going to start something and we broke up, he would always finish it. And I texted him so nicely today. I said, hey, we're going to be in Philadelphia on the 15th of that weekend. If you could please find any time to do my tattoo. And he said, yes. I know he said, uh, no, I'm not doing that. I don't have any respect for you, all this and that. And it's like, what the fuck? Because literally before he knew I was with Teddy... Three weeks ago, I texted him. I said, can you finish that tattoo? And he said, yeah, let me look at my schedule. Oh, but now because I'm with someone else, you can't fucking... And you know why we fucking broke up? Because he was fucking his ex-girlfriend. Okay. Now, there's a couple things here, too. Every one of these, I'm going to have a couple points, I think. Um, so, as far as the tattoo thing goes, um, number one, obviously, there there's fucking cocaine or some form of amphetamines or something going on here. And I'd go with coke because they're really, really offended by the, by the mention of coke. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking have any facts or knowledge behind that other than the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, she's talking a mile a fucking minute and, uh, it, it, there, there's some major shit going on here. But anyway, um, as far as the tattoo thing goes, Schlack is a very, very talented tattoo artist. Um, or he doesn't like artists. He likes, uh, I'm a tattooer, he says. <laughs> um, but, you know, for instance, like, I have a tattoo guy. You know, my tattoo guy, Kel. He's my fucking guy. This guy, you know, he's done pretty much all my work. All the stuff I'm sure that you've seen on me, if it's super impressive, Kel did it for sure. Um, there's nothing on me that I dislike. Um, my back I had done by um, uh, another guy, you know, when I first started. That was my first tattoo is my whole back, and I love it. Different piece, you know, different situation there. Um some of the stuff, you know, when I first got my girls' names on my arms, they were done by somebody else. They could be a little better, but they're not, like, botched or anything like that. Um, my Niner symbol I got done by somebody else. It was a very simple thing, so it wasn't botched or fucked up in any way. But, like, those are the only things that he didn't do. He went in and did the gremlin around the Niner symbol, the tiger stripes on my forearms, um, the the gremlin... Uh, all of my Mogwai, uh, my Muppet sleeve on the other arm, Uncle Deadly on my chest. I mean, he, he he's done all of my stuff, and he's, he's phenomenal. But um, my point in, in bringing any of this up is the fact that my man is booked out for fucking like two, three months. Um, he just did touch-ups on my, my left arm on my, um, my Muppet stuff. Uh, Oscar and Uncle Deadly touched up them. And... Um, he did that. That was Thursday night. And um, we booked that in like fucking September. Now, the thing is, is like when we were booking my other stuff, we would book three, four appointments at a time. So I made sure I got there every three weeks, every three weeks, every three weeks. But if I'm going to get in there, like, dude, I want to get in there like next next week or two weeks. Dude, like I better either pray for a cancellation on his end 
or he's got to be doing me like a real big favor and squeezing me in in like off hours or staying late at night or something along those lines. So as far as I'm concerned, if a tattoo artist of the level of my guy Kel or Schlack or whoever it may be, if they're going to get you in on that type of short notice, they're doing you a favor to begin with. Doesn't matter whether they already started work for you or not. To be just getting you in on the fly when I'm in, they're doing you a favor at that point. So at that point, you better have a good fucking relationship with that. You know what I mean? That that's got to be like you guys are on good terms because it's not just about him finishing his work; it's about him fucking really clearing some kind of extra time that he normally wouldn't do. He doesn't just have random openings. Schlack isn't taking walk-ins for a week from now. That that's just not the way it fucking works. Not when you have talent like that. You're either booked out for a fucking month or two months or you're fucking out of business because, you know, these guys survive off of getting consistent tattoo work and he's fucking talented. So I would expect him to be booked up or be doing you a favor if you can get in that fucking that soon. So that's kind of like what that goes. Um, And then, you know, she's saying like she wants to finish the piece and this and that. Um, I know some of it's tough to pick up because she's talking so... um, so fast, which may or may not be, um, influenced by a substance, but, um, she's more or less saying like, you know, there's a piece that started. So just say like Kel started my, um, Oscar. Well, I want to get Oscar finished. So I want to go back to Kel. So then I could start something else around Oscar. That's, I think what she's going for there, but, uh, all my shit's finished by the way, but I, I'm just saying, uh, I think that's what she was going for. Um, Alright. So point Oh, but you can fuck your ex girlfriend. I forgive you. Still hang out with you for the last year, still fuck you, whatever. But then you fucking now that I'm happy with someone else, now we suddenly can't be friends. The whole time he was fucking his ex, he's telling me, Oh, you know, we can fucking um we can still be friends, like you can you can love two people at the same time. I love the both of you, like you both are different. Oh, but now that I love someone, you can't even fucking finish a fucking tattoo for me? Fuck you. Who the fuck does that shit? And I didn't want to take it this, but, like, I don't, what the fuck else am I supposed to do? He's not going to answer your fucking phone call. He's going to text me and fucking act like a pussy. What do you, what do you want for me to fucking do? And before this fucking video gets made, I want you to fucking text Schlack right anything fucking this, now. Get rid of that on the table, please. Give a fuck. It's fucking I don't want it on I, that. Yeah, I'm not fucking Teddy. that. So put it away before I accidentally film it. It's been put away. I don't like the fucking lighting in here. I look like a skinny-ass fucking... Because you are skinny right now, because you won't fucking work out, and I'm literally bigger than you. (laughs) All right. So, um, you know, she starts talking about, oh, yeah, we broke up because you fucked your ex, and da-da-da-da-da, and you were fucking your ex. And then, like, within this video and other videos, they talk about how they'll never break up ever because they're allowed to just fuck whoever they want in their life. So... On one hand, Schlack's a piece of shit for fucking someone else, and on the other hand, you have this golden, untouchable relationship because you're fine with people fucking other people. So, which one is it? The other side of things that's obviously hilarious is the fact that they kind of go back and forth from, like, it starts off with the, like, okay, Schlack, fuck you, da-da-da-da-da, to, like, them bickering with each other, where we get into a point where he starts talking about, like, She's complaining about Schlack not doing the tattoo, like, while they're fucking, which is probably the worst fucking, that's like a nightmare. Like, 
And I don't give a fuck how big they build this fuck game up, but the fuck game is garbage if they're talking about random shit in their life while they're fucking, like, <laughs> that shit is not as good as you're fucking making it out to be. But, um, but yeah, like, that whole, uh, yeah, I look like a skinny motherfucker, and it's like, yeah, because you are, you don't go to the gym, you fucking asshole, I can fucking, <laughs> I'm bigger than you, which, uh, you know, we get further into as we get into this, this video series, but this is like, you know, just, just the, um, this is just the foundation of what we get into as we go, because there's a struggle here between, uh, Teddy not being in shape and her saying you should go to the gym and then, oh man, this, it's all good. I don't give a fuck. Good. My hands are still faster than anybody else's out there, so we'll see what happens with my skinny ass. If I get fucking fucking punched out, I've been waiting 25 fucking years. And this video, I don't think it's going to come out. Guys might come out in pieces after me and Schlack have a one-on-one conversation in person because I don't like doing this shit. I don't do fucking video message blogs and promos about shit. It's If it's a shoot, it's a shoot. Talk to the guy or fly to the guy's city and have a chat with him like two fucking grown men or like two guys in jail. You have a chat and you finish it outside and fucking go back out and you shake your hand or you don't have to shake hands. You just never talk again. But somebody knows one guy won and one guy fucking lost and it's not worth fucking having a fist fight over some stupid fucking tattoo that gets finished but what pisses me off is not calling a guy back who you work with who's a colleague because he's fucking your ex-girlfriend you've been broken up with for a fucking year a year and you fucked her three nights before I was with her, and then again, I didn't give a fuck. You see me crying at the house. And the most fucking you part slack. was that. You and Jamie just fucking had a real fun Stop. Fight. Fuck yeah. Fucking say that. What? You guys can't hang out together? Fuck, I can say whatever the fuck I want, dude. That's Teddy Hart. I haven't put anybody on blast yet for shit. Okay, so obviously something happened with Jamie Sengal and these cats, too. Um, but besides that... Um, you know, he he's still... He's going back into the fucking... Oh, you know, uh, what the fuck? You get lost in their shit when they talk. Um, he fucked, Schlack fucked her while he was fucking her, but he was fucking her before while Schlack was fucking her too. But, uh, his hands are so fast and he's waiting for motherfuckers to step up. And how many times in these videos is he going to go, I I don't just put videos out and I'm going to talk to him and there's no video is going to be put out like this video was put out like the the previous clip he had said this video is probably going to be put out in pieces and edited and stuff like this and it's like dude when we're hearing what you're saying about the video not coming out clearly that didn't work out that didn't that didn't come to fruition when the video didn't come out there's another part coming up that he goes like don't film me i'm pissed off right now like why am i hearing that part at all like it's fucking insane. And then he looks back and starts addressing the fucking camera. He's looking right at her, holding the phone, staring at him. And, and oh, it's, this whole fucking thing is crazy. And, and, like, let's just fucking, like, put this right out on the fucking table. I will bet every fucking thing I ever owned in my life that Schlack would beat the ever-loving shit out of Teddy Hart. So, like, Teddy walking around like, oh, fist fight, you know, and one man's going to win, and I have the fastest hands. Like, he would beat you. He'd beat the sparkles off your fucking head. I, I, I just, dude, and I'm not speaking for him or anything, you know what I mean? That's, that's his business on how he wants to fucking handle this. You know, I, I've talked to, um, to Schlack about the thing when the whole first thing happened. I'm, we're back and forth, I'm back and forth as far as, like, I'm talking to everybody 
who wants to look at this fucking thing and like, holy shit, holy shit. And I'm like, dude, I, I got to talk to Schlack. And I hit him up. And at first he's like kind of fucking annoyed about the whole thing. He's like, I, you know, and uh, again, I'm not going through the whole conversation because I don't, I don't do people like that. But uh, just saying like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just kind of like taken aback by it. And uh, I'm like, dude, you look fucking golden in this whole thing because these motherfuckers couldn't be flailing any further out of control. And holy shit, this, this is just unfucking real. So, all right, I'm going to play the last part. This part is uh, four minutes. So this is going to be like the long stretch. And then I'll, uh, I'll come back, wrap up this first part of this. We'll get into the next one from there. You want to see me put somebody on fucking blast? I'll talk about some fucking shit that'll blow your mind. Okay, the point was, at the Halloween party, you both showed up to the Halloween party, and you were nice to him, and I still... Out of respect for Schlack. Because I have enough respect for Schlack that I told Teddy to go home, because I didn't want to make Schlack uncomfortable, because he was at the party. So I would hope the fucking same respect comes back when I ask a guy to give me a phone call, or text me back something, and you're going to text the girl a bunch of bullshit, because you want the attention from her, and you want to have this feeling that you got something she wants, which is you to finish a fucking tattoo. In my opinion, the tattoo could be finished by any fucking tattoo artist on the fucking planet. I watched a show on TV where they just do cover-ups all I the time. Cover up. I want this no piece. shit! I understand. I picked this piece out. He drew it for me. I yeah. want that piece. It's important. And if you don't get it, you're gonna arm. fucking go what? Crazy? He's gonna hold you hostage for this shit? So I'm gonna be fucking you and I gotta hear Schlock <laughs> didn't finish the tattoo so you're miserable? Fuck, it's fucking up my shit so finish the tattoo if you can or don't. If you're not gonna finish it, then fucking fuck off and get over not having a finished tattoo from Schlack and get it finished by somebody else. Tape, I won't say it, but don't fucking tape me right now, because I'm not fucking, I'm not happy about this shit, dude. I fucking find out some stuff that happened, it's like, I look at you like a daughter, not just a fucking prize to fuck, I didn't even give a shit about fucking having sex with you in the first place, but you asked me two more times. <laughs> you didn't come over to hang out with me, you came over to fuck me. I was wanting to talk wrestling and watch videos with you, be your friend, you didn't give a shit about that. Fuck me and shut the fuck up and stop talking about what you do for a living, which is wrestle. And what you're good at, which is nothing much but wrestling and marijuana, and nobody wants to hear about fucking marijuana now, because it's basically fucking legal, and I'm not some genius that told people to smoke 20 years ago. Same fucking asshole that's telling you right now, 20 years later, I'm 40 years old, Schlack. I don't want drama with another 40-year-old fucking man over pussy that we could probably fucking bring two or three hot girls in the same room and all fuck together if you're smart, or you can never talk to her again like a pussy. I'm trying to help you out because I actually respect the guy that tries to be a fucking tough guy and a hardcore wrestler. I and mean, that's as much as I can empathize or get to know your brain. We've talked like maybe eight times in our lives. Let's pretend we're best friends. Not at all. But she said you're a good guy, so I want to be your friend. Even if you're her ex, you should still be happy that she's with somebody and you can still live through her and hang out with her instead of being a baby. You sound like a fucking baby, dude. That's not the guy watching the fucking ring kill himself or get hung and fucking brought up on a fucking set of hooks. That guy's a real fucking man. Not some baby. You're fucking my girl now. She's not your girl anymore, dude. She's fucking my girl now. And fucking guess what? She can do whatever the fuck she wants and fuck whoever the fuck she wants. And I'll still be here for her. I'm her fucking best friend, dude. That's what a best friend is. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, you live through their happiness. If she's happy fucking sucking your dick slack and she went back and said she sucked your fucking dick and you got the tattoo finished for a blowjob, I'd tell her to suck your fucking dick and get the tattoo finished if that's what she has to do. I'm not going to be crying at home. My girl got fucked by Teddy Hart's two-inch cop with his three cats watching and he wore sparkles and he took her to strip clubs and he keeps dropping messages. Teddy's getting her high. He's getting her high. Then take a fucking piss test. She smoked fucking what? Cigar? And went to the gym? 
and took some supplements to get fucking big? Come on, dude, we're all in the same boat there. Just talking about drugs and getting high and stupid shit. Do your fucking job, dude. You're supposed to be a stud and a fucking real man, and she's the guy you fucking picked. And, yeah, sir, I think I fucking talk. You got me so annoyed with your stupid shit. I was having fucking sex, and I had to hear Schlack and you and texting about a tattoo that I could fucking give a fuck about. But I'm trying to be nice, and I texted you back on the phone, a nice message, please call me, and a message, another one, a long fucking annoying text message, or sorry, voice message of saying, uh... I got some bookings for you, Schlack, because I don't know what else you have in fucking common. And then maybe you can help me out and I can help you out. But I don't think you have anything I want except for your respect. And I don't know if you have respect for me anymore because I fucked your girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, who you broke up with a year ago, by the way. So. Okay. So, um, again, I, I really got to point out because he brought it up twice in that clip right there. He is saying that and that. She is talking about Schlack not finishing the tattoo while they're having sex. I can't even imagine having sex and then having conversation about, like, my issues with the day or who I got an issue with. You know, because in these videos later, they talk all this shit about, oh, yeah, it lasts like an hour and it's like fucking brutal. It's fucking crazy. And then like in the, the, the opening video, they're talking about like, yeah, I'm tired of having sex and hearing about how Schlack won't finish your tattoo while I'm having sex and and about you texting. And I, I'm not sure if he said like if he meant like hearing about the conversations you have with him texting or if she's legitimately texting while they're having sex like schlack are you finished by <laughs> like i don't fucking know i don't 100 percent know and either way it's fucking hilarious um the other thing is again the amount of just degrading he does to her like yeah we could have all fucked her at the same time but instead you're being a pussy and it's like uh i'm how, why would she like the sound of that? Who the fuck could you be with that would like the sound of like, we could have banged a bunch of girls in the same room, but instead you want to be a player hater. Like what the fuck? And, and then, Oh, if she were to blow you to finish the tattoo, it's okay. But you know, that would be fine with me. And it's just like, I, this is the relationship that's starting out, and then you're going to tell me it, it's bulletproof, it's unstoppable. You guys are have such a deep connection, but he's within a very short period of you guys being together. He's like, yeah, go blow him so he'll finish the tattoo. Like, that would be fine with me. I'd have no issue with that arrangement where she blew you for the fucking tattoo. The other tattoo-related thing I'd like to point out, you're talking about art. You're talking about things that take intricate detail. When you're yelling fuck you on a video that you put out to the public, isn't it similar to like if the waiter comes up and you're like, you know what, Um, when you go back there, can you tell the chef to go fuck himself? Yeah, tell him he's a piece of shit asshole and I want my food faster now. Like, don't you think there's like a little bit of that in there too? Because all the lines, all the fucking detail has to be really on point because if it's not, you know, your shit's fucked up forever. So I don't know how heavy I'd lean into the fuck you motherfucker or fucked her while you were still with her kind of bullshit. If you want, 
Like, he could just draw. I mean, you sign shit off that's like, yeah, I can't be held liable for what the fuck I do to your arm or, you know, whatever I'm tattooing on you. I would draw a giant fucking X over what the fuck she already had done. Like, you know, I mean, I'd be writing my fucking name into the fucking, or writing go fuck yourself across the middle of her fucking tattoo. Like, I mean, what? What exactly is stopping him from doing a terrible job because you fucking bashed him online and shit? I mean, obviously professionalism and stuff, and it wouldn't look good on his part. But that's why you just take the high road on this whole fucking thing and go, fuck you. I ain't touching your fucking tattoo. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not dealing with you motherfuckers. So, uh, there is a whole thing coming out of the what's on the table portion of that. Because... All of a sudden, she broke into, get that off the table. Teddy, get that off the table. We're getting it off the table right now. Which, again, like, I don't know if anyone would even notice anything on the table if she didn't go into a full-on panic attack about something that was on the fucking table. So, here is their, their video to follow that to address all the rumors and talk about what was on the table. Hey guys, we just want to really quickly make uh, like a one minute, two minute video because um, everyone is saying like they're uncomfortable about on the video, in the Slack video, I said, get that off the table, I don't want that on the table and everyone was like thinking it was something really bad. A bag of weed, which she doesn't understand the law down here, you have a medical marijuana license down in Tampa or in Florida in general, so I have already got a medical marijuana license, but I don't have it in my little, you have a little package you get it in or a little uh, container. She didn't know. She didn't want weed on the thing because she's trying to keep that. And I really don't even smoke. And I don't, and I don't smoke much either, but I still have a little weed in my house. I'm not going to bullshit about it. It's legal, that. though. But it is legal, and my friend has a prescription. And but I, just, I don't like showing stuff, anything like that. <laughs> like, there's the cameras it, and I, just, I didn't know you guys were concerned. I'm glad you guys are watching that carefully. Yeah, because it but looks... No, we understand she, she, she's, she's been trying to get me to go to the gym and go back to the doctor to get my TRT prescription. So, again, if I'm taking a steroid on a fucking... It's because I have a prescription for it. Guys, I'm 40 years old. My testosterone levels are in the toilet. And but all these saying we're doing all these bad drugs and going, it's like, we have to fucking look good. You don't, we don't build muscle just fucking, and wrestle, doing, you can't do shit like that. Like, we're fucking doing backflips for 20 years, guys, if you're fucking smoking crack or doing no, heroin or it, doing No, it offended us because we actually have, like, a really strict routine, usually. Yeah, we wake up, we go to the gym, we do all the shit, and, like, the last... It was Thanksgiving break. But we don't want it to be boring, guys. We're watching a workout video every day, and we're in the no, gym. No, so we want to show fun stuff, too. We have to have a fun fucking... Yeah, it has to be kind of crazy, because we are kind of crazy. And we're trying to embarrass ourselves right now to go to fucking the store like this. And we got our new selfie stick. So, you guys have been unfucking real The feedback we're getting is unbelievable. Seriously. It's honestly, it's made, my, it's made me completely change my view on getting back on YouTube and doing stuff for the fans. Because I used to do all this shit, guys, for you, and I just thought there were so many haters that just missed the point. I never got paid extra to do a backflip or shooting star or Ken, slide you're going to go so far into this promo. Shut up. Don't interrupt me. I never say shut up, but don't interrupt me. <laughs> I never, ever got paid extra guys to be nice. I did it because I respected the fans, and I thought the guys that were being bitter and, and hating had outweighed the fans that loved me. And there was no point in going on the computer and exposing any more stuff that you guys could try to use against me. You've been costing me bookings, the haters. But you know what? That gave me time to get my life on track. I have a new wife, which I will be getting married to you guys, and that's a private wedding. Brian Cage, you and uh, no, Melissa Santos will be the only people at the one small private wedding, and then the big weddings for everybody else, guys. Literally, I want the whole wrestling world to come like a fucking party. If 3,000 people are there from the wrestling world, you're all invited. I want everyone to know it'll be a badass party in Vegas, and it'll be a second honeymoon in Hawaii. And the uh, Von Erichs, you guys better be at my wedding. Congratulations about the MLW titles, guys. Fucking amazing. Guys, our AC is broken right now. No, right. Kenny, the AC is not on. I don't want. I don't want to make this a four-minute video. I'm gonna shut it off. We just want to clarify that. Thank you guys for listening. We are not bad people. Seriously, I would hope that people could trust my character enough to know that. But we're gonna go to the store and vlog. Bye.
So the double talking is hilarious because he goes from, it was just weed on the table and uh, it's legal and I have a prescription. Well, I don't have a prescription on me, but it's legal and my friend has a prescription. Well, okay. For starters, your friend having a prescription does nothing for you in any form. No way, shape or form does your friend having a prescription to anything make it legal for you. So let's just, let's just knock that right off the fucking top right there because I don't know what fucking logic he goes by that my friend has a prescription helps you in any way, shape, or form. Because it's not like a friends and family prescription plan that the doctors do where it's like, here's some pain medication. And if anyone in the house has something that hurts, help them out. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not the way the fucking medical field works. That might work within your house to go, oh, dude, you know, you had that fucking toothache. You didn't finish those, did you? Oh, yeah, like, oh. Well, you know, this and that happened. Like, you could work that out within your household, but that's clearly not, like, a, a legal defense to say my friend has a prescription. Like, if, if you got pulled over and they started pulling shit out of your pockets and you went, my friend had a, has a prescription, it's fucking not helping you at all. So there's that. Um, then it's like, you know, uh, she goes, well, you know, you, you know, when they talked about supplements and getting bigger and shit like that, and she's like, well, we're wrestlers. We have to look good. Okay. Well, all the fucking steroids you're doing is not the only way about it. Maria's like fucking 22 years old. I'm 41 years old and I don't do fucking steroids. And I have a pretty fucking good build. Because I work fucking hard at it. So there's the difference between working hard at it and eating shit out of the fucking gas station and fast food. And fucking sitting around fucking smoking weed with Teddy Hart. And you could tell the difference between the two, but um, we'll get into their training too, because the videos that I watched on that shit are just fucking appalling. Like it's it's unbelievable the type of shit that goes on. Uh, it's fucking crazy. But like, there's got to be coke or something going on. And, and like the speed that these motherfuckers talk about, and then people started you know saying, oh well, you know they they got to be on coke. So every time they would see something like that in the comments. It would just be like, we're not doing coke, we're not doing coke. Uh, how much coke could a cokehead do if a cokehead who could do coke? Like, we, we're not doing coke, it's not coke. I swear to God, it's not coke, guys. Uh, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Holy shit. This bitch is talking about not doing coke, and she's over here trying to sell me micro machines on this motherfucking videos. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> this bitch is talking faster than Busta Rhymes on the fucking Chris Brown song. Uh, and and she's trying to tell me like no 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 we're just normal just hanging out smoking a little weed and they teeter too between that it's like it's just weed it's just weed oh, actually we don't smoke weed on second thought we don't even smoke weed and then like two days later he's like dude I wish I could turn weed every different color of the rainbow because it's so beautiful and it's like but we don't really smoke it anymore and then the next minute oh we smoke it oh it's all about the weed and they're fucking all over the place so now. Some of the videos that came up after this, I'm going to go all off of notes. Um, one of the next videos, uh, they, they were going all, um, you know, they go through different clips and stuff. And they were in the bathroom at this moment. And um, she uh, just, I guess, uh, just decided to release the information that they fucked when they first fucked like two years ago. Um, he went to her house and fucked her. And she got weirded out and, like, kicked him out and told him, like, you got to leave after they fucked. And then, like, a couple weeks later, she went to his house 
wasted. And then she went and pissed in the bathroom and then made him eat her pussy without, like, washing herself off or anything. And then he, he was like, yeah, that's, you know, it tasted delicious, so it was okay. And uh, that wasn't really right, and I didn't I didn't appreciate that. But now I'm going to wash my hands to show that I'm a clean person, even though that was what I did, and it's okay because it tasted and smelled okay. So that's that's what I did, and that's that's what we were doing, and and so that's like that's that's like just something they just randomly threw in the video, and then at some point or another she goes outside, and as she's just walking around, she's like, oh, guys, like this is unbelievable. Okay, so uh, I just want to tell you, like I'm in a better place in my life, and and she's like, uh, you know, I was doing some. Uh, she's like, I've been off steroids for. Well, she didn't say steroids. She's like here's again like the legal defense on this shit is ridiculous because they think they leave like a word out and then suddenly like oh well, she goes like yeah so like i was um i've been off the stuff for like a month and uh you know I i've lost like all my size and my strength and um really sucks because like i'm doing the man eater gimmick and i don't even know if i could do the man eater gimmick anymore because i'm so in love and, like, I, I just don't feel like the man-eater anymore. Well, first off, the gimmick is supposed to be a gimmick, not your actual life. You're not supposed to be walking around in life thinking that you can just rip people in half because that's how you wind up in jail. Um, you're supposed to actually be playing a character, but I don't know if you realize that or not because uh, you're fucking crazy. And, I'm not, you know, let, let's not get it fucked up because this is none of this shit is, like, the cool type of crazy where it's like, watch out, I'm crazy. No, like... You should be wearing a helmet because you might injure yourself living regular life. You know, like, they have people that are eating their own shit in mental asylums, and you're that type of crazy. Like, you're exactly that type of crazy. If Teddy convinced you that eating your own shit is the best thing to do calorically, that's what you'd be doing on fucking YouTube. But, so she goes like, yeah, like, you know, I lost all my size and this and that. And like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it, like, this is what they signed me to a contract for. So I'm going to have to do this. And now I'm going to have to go back there. I'm going to have to stay for doing it. And, and then uh, she's like, yeah, you know, like I lost all my size. And I, I might try to start doing like a little bit of stuff, like just so I can get some of my size back, some of my strength back before final battle. But uh, yeah, I was on some really, really heavy stuff and it was really fucking me up. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she just fucking dropped it right there was just like i was on heavy amounts of fucking steroids to be where i was at so this is like key number one to make me go oh i was giving her way too much credit for what she was doing i i mean it, it was all a sham and look like take whatever fucking supplements you want do whatever you fuck you want to do but like if if the second you come off of that you're blown up off a of 10 fucking uh just standing squats, just free squats and, and, and jump squats. She did five free squats, five jump squats on the one video in the kitchen and was blown the fuck up. Like she just fucking sprinted through half a fucking Spartan race. And was like, Oh God, like had to like lean on the counter to like, you know, with her forearms to fucking press the off button with her fucking finger. Like, dude, you get no fucking respect for your workout routine. So now, that, that was that. Now they go into their fucking workout. Planet fucking fitness, number one. Number two, like, he's in the motherfucking gym with that big, stupid, 
fucking uh, costume jewelry fucking gem bullshit that he later on just said in the recent video. It was made from a chandelier, so it's really expensive. It's not expensive. It's garbage. It's fucking costume jewelry. You're wearing costume jewelry. That's what you're doing. Like my 10-year-olds wear things like you wear, but just not as big, you know? Like, it it comes with, like, Elsa dolls and stuff, which, by the way, this guy's looking at frozen slippers in fucking Walmart and going, I want to get these ones. They don't make them in my size, though. These are, I like these ones a lot. Like, legitimate fucking frozen slippers, like, with fucking Elsa and shit on it. Like, this, this is, this is, this is how this dude's rocking. But then he's going to fucking flip back to some, like, hard fucking rap music in the car and be like, yeah, yeah, you hear where it said, like, I kill haters? That's what I do. Yeah, hold on, let me turn it up, Maria. Turn it up real quick. Yeah, haters want to die. That's right. Let me go get my Elsa slippers. I'll roll on these haters. Like, you're a fucking clown. You're a fucking clown. That's what you are. I don't give a fuck. It's not about I'm a hater and this and that. There is no part of me that wants to be any part of you at all. Speaking of, you go to the fucking gym with glitter piled in your fucking hair. You're playing your fucking music through your cell phone because I guess fucking earbuds are out of your fucking price range. Because half of this shit, again, is a fucking sham. You don't have real fucking money. What you have, in my opinion, is coming through your fucking daddy. That's where I think Teddy's fucking money comes from, his daddy. The same daddy that called John Zandig when Zandig threw him into the fucking, uh, the, the fucking tax strips and scraped the back of his fucking head. And, and Teddy's daddy called Zandig and said, Dude, that was my son. That wasn't right. Da, 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 da. And Zandig put him on fucking blast for it and said, Yeah, like Teddy's daddy fucking called me to yell, me, yell at me about hurting his fucking son. And then go fuck himself, too, because his son's a fucking asshole. And, you know, in another video he had talked about, uh, I don't have a bank account. I don't have any credit cards. I don't, my phones aren't even in my name. Nothing's in my name. But my dad has a bank account, and other people have bank accounts. And it's like, oh, you just dropped a little fucking hint to where all this shit's coming from. Um, So I'm jumping all over the place, but it's all, right now, it's all about the training. We're back to the fucking training. They do a couple fucking um, rows, machine rows, and there's like no fucking weight on there. No fucking weight. The pin is high as hell on that fucking rack, and he's doing like four or five half reps, fucking half reps, and then like waiting for her turn. She goes, and now he's going, no, you got to pull it all the way in. No, that's not the way you do the rep. So now he's trying to coach her to do the reps the right way after he completely did half fucking reps. Shit half reps. And then, uh, like, they get off of that, and now he just starts doing, like, random ass handstands for no fucking reason. Like, that's part of a workout is to just do handstands in the fucking gym. So now he's doing that. He's trying to film her crotch. He's fucking, like, just, just doing weirdo shit. Doing like uh, fucking like flies and then doing like some shoulder shit and then doing this and then doing that. Like he's all over the fucking map. He didn't work out sufficiently work out any fucking given body part. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going to work out. 
What did he say? We're going to work back buys chest today. Uh, four exercises, 12, 12 exercises in total, four exercises per muscle. Back buys and chest is this fucking guy's plan for the day. Um, I, I, when I tell you that their fucking training makes me sick and makes me know that like these cocksuckers would die doing what the fuck I do in the gym at 41 years old. And I mean, Teddy's probably my age anyway, but like, I'm telling you, it's fucking insane. That's why, you know, if you ever see any size on these motherfuckers, it's all fucking steroids. It's all fucking steroids. There is no size that was created by hard work. When they talk about, oh, our routine, our routine, they eat absolute shit every fucking meal of the day. I haven't seen a single healthy thing consumed by them, and I've watched like seven hours of fucking footage. They've eaten like 12 times on these fucking videos, and it's all like shit out of the fucking gas station and and bullshit. So he keeps harping on like, oh, Maria's going to get me really big in one year. Let's see how big Maria can get me in one year. And fucking then he harps on her fucking her eating like so every time she goes to eat something he's like oh no that's not on your diet you can't be eating that okay now maria's gonna get me big in one year no like she's not gonna do a fucking thing and at some point you're gonna get on the shit that she was on because she had a better fucking cycle or whatever the fuck she was on she had some major shit going on so he's gonna build himself up to fucking like get on all of that shit and then when suddenly he's fucking massive, it's going to be like, oh, look how big Maria got me. Yeah, bullshit. Maria hooked you up with a fucking connection. That's what it is. Maria hooked you up with her dealer. That, that's the fucking Maria training method that that's, Teddy's going to get on. So now there's another one. Um, they're called Fake Friends. This is the, the, the another thing. Uh, the, the next video or one of the next videos. Uh, so Teddy's like wrestling or, or it's, um, oh no, no, Maria's wrestling with the phone while she's driving the fucking car. Like there's so much of this like complete danger on the road shit that's going on. That's unreal. Like there's like, it, it, it looks like fucking 10 sets of wind chimes hanging from their fucking, <laughs> their fucking rear view mirror. It's like, it's like if you spent like fucking six months and every single day was Mardi Gras like in New Orleans, that's what your neck would look like after the fucking that that six months is their fucking rearview mirror. Like I really hope it falls off that fucking car's windshield at some point. I don't understand how any rearview mirror ever falls off of a car because I've seen it happen, and it and it hasn't. It's they have to have the strongest glue on that fucking windshield right now. But um, there's nothing legal about that either. Like it, it obstructs so much fucking view. But anyway, who gives a shit? Hope they die. Um, mainly Teddy, you know. Um, so then, like, while she's fucking wrestling with the phone, she suddenly remembers where her car is. She's like, because she, she's driving Teddy shit. She's like, oh, fuck, my car's in Philly. I thought it was in Baltimore. Oh, fuck, yeah, my car's in Philly. Yeah, like, no drugs at all. You just randomly remembered where your vehicle is, like, in in different cities. Like, you can't remember which city your fucking car is in that you just had it in the other day. Like, so then they go to, they go to Chick-fil-A, 
and they just break while they're eating this fucking shit. And, you know, nothing against Chick-fil-A. I, I enjoy Chick-fil-A. The, the sandwiches are fucking banging. And, um, but they're eating, like, the grilled chicken in, like, a bowl, in, like, the fucking little cardboard bowl. And they just break, and they go, if you want to be healthy, go to Chick-fil-A and get grilled chicken. That's what you do. Like, they suddenly, like, out of nowhere, they'll give you these fucking, like, health tips. And they're both just in the worst fucking, like, their insides have to be just absolute trash. Like, absolute trash. Her body looks like garbage compared to what it looked like fucking one month ago. And clearly she was on a lot of steroids and stuff, but that was the only thing holding her together. Because, I mean, I used to see her training. Her training used to be impressive. She was doing two-a-days. She would go in the fucking morning and do crazy fucking cardio, go back to the gym at night and train a fucking body part, um, and some more cardio. She was meal prepping. She was all that shit. Now, by Teddy's guidance, because he's, like, fucking guiding her, and uh, now now she's going to get to where the fuck is she going to get with this this game plan. So... Another thing is he sits on a chair in the shower like an 80-year-old that broke his fucking hip 12 times. Like, he's got a fucking folding chair, and he sits in the shower and, like, rubs his hands together like he's fucking praying to the sun. (laughs) Like, he's he's the weirdest motherfucker on the planet. Like, this fucking guy should be institutionalized. Anyone who goes like, oh, I don't know, I think he's fucking cool, you're retarded. So here's the other thing. This fuck is trying to get a red panda and exploit the fucking red panda on wrestling television. He goes on this kick for a couple of videos and he starts fucking telling Maria, well, put up a link for the red panda. Put up the red panda link. Like he thinks he discovered the red panda. And so he wants her to put up a link of just a red panda existing. Not one that he knows, not a video that he took. He just wants a link for someone to know what a red panda looks like because he thinks it's the most magical creature on the planet that he's just discovered. And he's now going to somehow illegally get one via a friend he has in Canada is going to help him get the permits. And I'll be the first one to have an endangered animal on MLW television if they have the balls to book it. Meanwhile, he's been released from MLW. News break. Um, so, and like, they they stopped at, like, a bar or something, and he brought it up again. Hey, you ever hear of a red panda? I'm going to get a red panda. You're a fucking asshole. Anyone who, again, I, I just want to, like, just stop real quick. Fuck a Pinky Sanchez. Fuck anybody who who's going to run around fucking holding his cats and going... Oh, he's a good cat owner. He's he's a good cat. Owner. Oh, you know he loves his cats. You don't understand. Oh, they're trained. They're he's a, he's a great cat owner. He loves his cats. I if I saw anything that that was wrong with cat, you know, I I I'm a fucking cat guy. Fucking 18 years in this shit. I lived this fucking life. So when he uses this like it's a fucking joke and a gimmick, and I'll get into this fucking cat things and what he's about because it gets real fucking obvious real quick. So now one called Meet the Parents. Um, This is the only motherfucker that puts lights on an Invisalign. He's got an Invisalign fucking thing that goes in his mouth to straighten his fucking teeth at night. And he installed lights in the motherfucker. It's called Invisalign because they want motherfuckers to not see it. And he put lights in it. 
and he can't talk with it. It's not like it's cool. He's like, and it's like, dude, why are you bringing attention to your mouth when you're speaking like that? It sounds like you're blowing a guy, which I'm sure there's various videos of the same exact sound coming out of your mouth with no Invisalign. So that's, that's, that's another fucking little extra thing. He keeps now in this video, he keeps saying he has six full-time jobs. I don't think he understands what a full-time job is because a full-time job is 40 fucking hours. You cannot have six full-time jobs, Teddy. It's physically impossible. It's like saying I work eight days a week. It's not humanly possible, especially when you're vlogging multiple hours of the day at various times where you can see that you're not doing a goddamn thing with your life. You're walking around in pajamas all fucking day and night. You don't have a single full-time job, let alone six full-time jobs. The other big gimmick that he keeps pushing is that he has four houses. Turns out none of them are his houses. Oh, we we have so many houses. We have one in one in Tampa. We have one in Miami. And then you go to the house in Tampa, and it's like, yeah, this is my friend Billy's house. Yeah, uh, I forget his name. Something else is not Billy, but he's like, yeah, check out Billy's house. Here we are, and and, and this room is where we stay. This is the headboard, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook up this. I'm gonna pimp out this headboard. And all you friends can come, everybody on the internet that I've ever seen on the internet can come down here and hang out with us at our house. It's like, it's not even your house. Maybe you should ask the guy who fucking owns the house if you're, if everyone on the internet can come and hang out in his house, because that's a lot of fucking people. Again, you have, you have a math problem as far as like the amount of hours you work, jobs you have, uh, people that could fit in a house, how good of an idea that is, but he's not fresh on good ideas. Um... So now, uh, this is one video after he was wearing a full money suit, where like the suit, the the, the pajamas he had on, top and bottom, were covered in $100 bills. And he was on the phone telling that the guy who designed it, that he wants, I want another one of these with $1,000 bills on it, because I want more money on, on the suit, so I can have more, more money and, and thousands on the bills and then he's going uh now this one he's going he's slipping through his fucking his actual money and he's going american money's ugly i don't even like it it's just ugly money Uh, like he he flips from one side to the other so fast it's ridiculous they stop at a bar and Football is on the television. College football is on the television. This isn't Teddy checking fucking scores everywhere he goes, going, shit, what's the score? Of the? You never hear him mention football once. He's looking up at the TV. She's like, you like football? Oh, my God, I can't believe you like football. That's so amazing that you like football. Most wrestlers don't like football. Like, I can't even believe you're, like, so into football. It's like, yeah, yeah, I kind of like the Eagles because I used to live there, and I like the Cowboys, too. Okay, first off, that's not something you can do. Uh, you can't like the Eagles and the Cowboys and actually be a football fan. Um, you 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 can't you can't do those things. And then he goes, oh, but besides that, I really like Tom Brady and the Patriots. Those those are the ones. So okay, so you're an Eagles and a, and a Cowboys and a Patriots fan. 
Yeah, no. You're not an actual football fan. You just happen to be staring up at a TV because it's just on. Like, if you could change the channel, you'd be watching My Little Pony. That's that's what you'd be watching, and you'd be admiring the fucking shoes that fucking one of the ponies were wearing. And you'd be scouting how to get those on your fucking foot before the day's over. You know? Um... So then he tells her within this, this uh, you know, nutritional regiment that they have. Oh, no, you're not eating donuts in front of me. You're not you're not ordering donuts. No way. You can have the brownies, but not the donuts. I, I just I, like I have a hard time understanding. There's no logic. There's no fucking logic. So now they leave this place and Maria kind of randomly. They get into oh tell, tell her, tell him what you're going to do. Maria says she's going to suck his dick in front of everyone during the kiss the bride segment of the wedding. And uh, they both seem like, yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. Um, this fucking weirdo eats Werther's Originals and Sour Skittles at the same time. Because according to him, he likes the sour and the sweet. In case you don't know... Sour Skittles have both sour and sweet all by them fucking self. And the Werther's Originals just makes you a fucking weirdo. Like, uh, fucking not good. So now there's another video called, I left Ted alone with the camera for 30 minutes. Now, this is where he just rambles like a mental patient, whispering and playing music on another phone and trying to ramble and rhyme nonsense for an entire half hour. Hypothetically speaking, when he does this spoken word rambling rhyming thing, hypothetically, I would like to hit him in the forehead with a hammer for about a half hour. Now, a half hour doesn't sound like a lot of time, but it's a fucking eternity when you're getting hit with a hammer. Um, there's another video called My Mom Loves Him. She starts it by saying it's impossible for them to break up because they can fuck other people and not care. He gets into another rambling, whispering, spoken word bag of shit. Uh, They get into a ridiculous self-defense demonstration in the kitchen while whispering at each other. I guess like it probably two in the morning or something because it's like the lights are not really on in the kitchen. Like, you know, they're doing this shit while her mother sleeps in the room. She supposedly hasn't talked to or seen her mother in two years. And now they're doing, like, wrist locks in the fucking kitchen in their pajamas and their joint pajamas. And by the way, Maria has 100% converted into Teddy Hart and only wears Teddy Hart's clothes all the time. In one of the first videos, she talks about, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to go try to embarrass ourselves and walk into a store like this. After that, she never walked into a store not like that. Like, so that shit started off like, wouldn't it be crazy if we, and now it would be crazy if I saw her in normal clothes because she just wears Teddy Hart shit all the time. Um, and it's funny because again, like I called this shit from the start, um, this shit, like she doesn't have an identity. She doesn't have a real identity. Her whole gimmick, her whole fucking life to me is a complete sham. She was the East Coast Barbie. She was a blonde, bleach blonde, wear all pink at all times. Barbie, pink, 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 pink. Hello Kitty, the whole fucking nine. She gets with Schlack, hair black, 
fucking death skull, fucking zombie tattoos, man-eater on the stomach. Guess what, Teddy Hart? Shine me the fuck up. Glitter fucking glitz. Well, she doesn't like glitter, but she wears all the pajamas he wears, and now she's fucking shopping for girly shit again. Mm. Fucking crazy. Absolutely fucking crazy. She, she's out of her goddamn mind. Now let's get into the cat stuff. So, um... The cat, at some point, he goes, the white one, I don't remember their names, and I'm not going to, because Teddy named them, so they might as well just be named fucking tortured, fucking uh, um, exploited, uh, you know, that should be the names of these cats. Um, so, so much wrong with what he does, um, but um, Teddy goes, Oh, my one cat's ear is swollen because the other cat must have bit it when they were trying to mate. I don't know why they're not mating because we should have kittens by now. But he keeps jumping on her and I don't know if her pussy isn't taking it or if his balls aren't giving out good cum or something. But we should have kittens by now. This is bullshit. But I think his ear is, her ear is swollen because I think the other one bit them while they were trying to mate. And now like they came up with another theory within one day. And he goes, oh, uh, my cat's ear, I have to get it to the vet because its ear is swollen because he didn't listen. And he went under the bed and I think a spring popped him in the ear and, and punctured and now it's it's swollen. And as soon as I fucking saw, they showed the ear real quick. I'm like, his cat has a hematoma. His cat has an ear infection. Straight up. Straight fucking up. I've seen this a million times. If you've ever seen a cat, for those who don't know, if you've ever seen a cat that has a crunched up ear, has a crinkled ear, a lot of times you see it in outside cats. That's a hematoma. What happens is um, if they have an ear infection or some kind of um, ailment with their ear, a lot of times it starts off with ear mites and gets into an infection from there. Um, Sometimes it'll just be an infection in general. Um, But they shake their head because the ear is bothering them. And when they shake their head, it winds up blowing blood vessels in the ear and it sends like a blood rush and inflates the ear with blood. So now the ear flaps, the, you know, there's two sides to it, and that just inflates like a balloon full with blood as, as big as it can be without, you know, busting. Some of them in the wild, especially outside, they, they bust and they bleed, and then they just heal all crinkled and crumpled and, you know, sometimes have major infections in their head based off of that and everything else. Plus, whatever was going on inside the ear is already, you know, getting uh, massively in, infected and irritated and you know, so they bring the cat to the vet, and um, this is like you know this is a big fucking you know thing. Like I, I already know what's wrong with the cat. Like before he even brings the cat to the vet, I I, I know exactly what's gonna go on. Now he's got this arrogant fucking shithead attitude because he's a stupid cocksucker who thinks he's some fucking expert on cats and he trains cats. At some point or another in these videos too, he said, uh. Um, cats are trainable like women. So, you know, that's where he's at. And clearly he's training Maria to be fucking, you know, his fucking slave and, um, think retarded like he thinks. So anyway, brings the cat to the vet. And now he's like shaming people who are doing the right things in the fucking waiting room. Oh, you have your cat in a carrier? Oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. Uh, uh, my cat's trained, so it doesn't actually need a carrier. You should try that sometime. First off, you fucking asshole. 
This is like the assholes that fucking let their dog off leash and and let them run up to your dog who may not be good with other dogs. Maybe you have a small dog that's not good with other dogs. And some asshole lets their fucking giant fucking dog off the leash and goes, oh, don't worry, it's good with other dogs. Well, you don't know my dog at all. And then my dog goes, and now the big dog reacts to it and mauls your fucking dog that's on leash. And then the person who had the dog off leash goes, well, your dog went after my dog. This is the same type of asshole that fucking shit pet owner that lives this way. So when a dog comes in and maybe the owner has a hard time controlling the fucking 140 pound fucking uh, Mastiff. And your cat's just fucking sitting out there like it lives in the fucking place. Like you're the only motherfucker that exists on the planet because you have no fucking manners. You walk into stores with your fucking cell phone playing your fucking music to the world. You're walking around like this is just fucking for you. Everything here is just for you. So you you just leave the fucking cat out there and then you talk shit to other people who I guarantee you their cat's on better fucking food than yours, has better fucking care than yours. They could probably tell you what's wrong with your fucking cat too because they're actual cat people. You're a fucking jerk off. And so is every single person who ever vouches for you being a good cat person. You're not cat people. You don't know shit about cats. Don't tell me a motherfucking thing about how dope Teddy is at cats. This guy is breeding fucking cats. He feeds his cats Meow Mix. Meow Mix is bottom of the barrel, full of fillers, full of sugar. All those different colors that in there will block your cat's urinary tract. That's what that'll do. So then you have to either reroute your cat's urinary tract when it gets blocked or your cat dies. But this is a guy who's breeding purebred cats and doesn't fucking know this. And is feeding them bottom of the barrel. This is Mr. Money. Mr. I got my own fucking custom suits made. I'm wearing fucking um, costume fucking jewelry. Pretending like I'm a fucking, uh, like I'm on the cash money crew. But it's all fake bullshit. I'm driving a Maserati that my fucking father bought me. I'm living in other motherfuckers' houses, calling them my houses. I'm on video all the fucking time telling people I have six full-time jobs. He's the liar of all fucking liars. And when it comes to animals, he's fucking terrible. He's breeding these fucking cats. And he's feeding them meow mix. I cringe when I hear that someone's feeding their cat meow mix. I've dealt with cats that needed fucking surgery. To fucking unblock their fucking urethra. And it more so happens in male cats. But it's, it's, it's possible to happen to anything. Male, female, whatever. You could have urinary blockage through any of that. But, um, and then, you know, sometimes cats will have to be, because they're now they're so prone to urinary blockage, they have to be on like a, um, like CD. Uh, Science side CD is like a, a food that's urinary tract based like it's made to to safeguard against blockage but again like this asshole knows nothing about cats fucking nothing the cats live in his fucking car you know what i mean like it's fucking unreal un fucking real 
He brings the fucking cat into the exam room. And God bless these fucking vet techs in there that are just humoring this asshole. Who who the fuck knows who the, what this asshole is and why he's in there in pajamas filming them. No one knows who the fuck he is. He's in there like, oh, I'm just going to film because we're doing a thing for YouTube. And and then they're like, uh, oh, you know, hey, you know, ooh, that ear looks really bad. Yeah, my cat's a show cat. Yeah, it does. It does shows. It's a show cat. Oh, okay, yeah, its eyes are pretty, uh, pretty rough here, and its ears. Oh my God, those those are really bad. Okay, you know, here's what we're gonna have to do. And, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a show cat. Actually, it's a therapy cat. In another video, he said that. Um, he could take the cats anywhere he wants because these are my, these are my emotional support cats and I need them to live. I get anxiety if I don't have them. So on one hand, you're breeding them for money. That's what they're for. On the other hand, you need them to live because you go into an emotional breakdown. You're such a strong motherfucker and you're so smart and, and and powerful and you, you know so much in life, but you can't exist without cats that you're fucking exploiting feeding garbage to these these are the staple to your fucking life and you're feeding them trash absolute fucking trash while you tell your girl eat the brownies not the donuts you you don't know a fucking thing about life it it is painful to hear this fucking guy talk about anything he has expertise on nothing maria's telling him and telling the world uh, the reason he talks so fast is not because he's on coke. He's not on coke. There's no coke. There's no coconut. There's no methamphetamines. There's no any kind of drugs. It's not drugs. It's that he has a bigger brain than everybody who's listening to this. That's the problem. He has such a big brain. You don't even understand. One time he talked to me for 12 straight hours. I, my brain hurt and I had to melt down and I had to smack him. And then I ran outside because I just had too much information put into my brain at once. It was like, what the fuck? How does another human being listen to the bullshit that he says and go, oh, I guess that's I guess I guess that's uh that's just a really smart guy I'm talking to. Um So let me see where I'm at. Um at some point or another, um he mentions that Maria um he wants Maria to cover up her tats. So again, like everything's everything, you know, everything's great no issues, no anything. And, um, you know, he just kind of like throws in there. Yeah. One day we'll have to cover up the tats and you you know, we'll get all the things that I want on you. And it's like, Oh, okay. You know, he's, he's got a whole game plan of reprogramming this shit. They talk a lot of this marriage shit, but if you catch it every single time that that shit is kind of almost every time that that came up, he goes, yeah, we're going to have a one year agreement and uh, we'll see how that works out. And so this dude is, I'm telling you right now, he is exploiting this girl how he exploits the fucking cats. He's running around doing shit with them, with her, getting attention. She's a marketable person. She's young. She just got a big fucking buzz going for her. This draws attention to him. Everything he's ever done was for attention to him. So he'll create this whole fucking reality show surrounding him and her, surrounding him and her. And when the fucking shit hits the fan, she'll be ruined and he can move the fuck on. And, and she's just she's just garbage at that point. She could hope to recover and, and pitch the story of the victim she was in this whole situation. Um, yeah, so then... Um, 
The cats are trainable like women. Service cat. Uh, yeah, so then they leave the thing, and he goes, oh, that was a waste of $500. They're going to treat, they're going to cost, they're charging me $500 to sew the cat's ear together. They could have just gave it antibiotics. It would have healed by itself. What are they going to tell me? Like, what is it? What was it? What was it for? Like, they didn't even tell me how it got an infection. Like, what is it? What are they, fucking mind readers? They're, they're supposed to know what you did fucking wrong or, or what level of neglect. What what was the period that I fucking paid zero attention to my cats at the first? What, what, what was the first sign that I was fucking up enough to not catch the ear infection early enough so my cat didn't get a hematoma in his ear? Like, what, what, what was that? You know, what, can you give me that breakdown? Otherwise, it's a waste of $500. So th- this is what he's saying. And then he's saying um that uh yeah, yeah, they should have just cleaned it out and gave it antibiotics. And no, that wouldn't have fucking fixed it. And then he's saying, "Oh, did oh, he's going to be off TV for a while." First off, the ear's never going to look normal again, ever. Cuz like I said, when the hematoma heals, it crinkles the ear. That's what it's going to be. So you're going to walk around calling your cat ugly and all of this, but it's based off of your neglect because there's times where there's nothing you can do. I mean, there's times where a cat has like blue dome cysts or something like that in the ear and the ear, it it continues to cause irritation. There's nothing you could do about it. And it does crinkle the ear a little bit. That does happen. I mean, it, you know, there's, there's things that happen that you can't really avoid, but if it's just an ear infection, because I mean, you're feeding this cat absolute trash. Um, Persians are prone to kidney disease too. So when you feed them absolute trash, that's, you know, that's, that's fucking just encouraging all the diseases that they're already prone to. But again, like, what do I know? I just worked with cats for 18 years. This is a professional wrestler who prides himself on fucking pajama pants and fucking weed. And I should definitely just go, you know what? Yeah, he does love his cats because fucking pinky fuckboy Sanchez thinks so. So, you know what? I, I agree with, Mr. Sanchez, who's been bumming cigarettes for his entire career. You're right. I mean, I should really listen to him. And oh, yeah, the Necro Butcher also co-signed Teddy's uh, training expertise. These These are trained performers, the Necro Butcher said, in between punching his wife in the face. So I I know I should have listened to the people who told me because without me knowing any facts that they later on presented to me, because he's too stupid to even guard these things. He's too stupid to even know that Meow Mix is such a high level of trash. Let me just not film that bag and pretend like I feed them high-quality food. You don't. You don't at all. You feed them the lowest-quality shit you can fucking find in ShopRite. Your cat food shouldn't come from fucking ShopRite. There's a fucking spoiler for you. There's there's a quick spoiler for you. Nothing in ShopRite is good for your fucking cat. I mean, there's some... uh, Okay, Imes isn't a bad food. You know, you might be able to get something like that there, and it's not the worst thing in the world. It's a higher quality food, like IMs and stuff like that. Um, I feed my cat Science Diet. You got to, you know, either get it from, like, a PetSmart, Petco, something like that. Get it from Chewy.com. Chewy, I highly, highly uh, respect their uh, their business. They're very, very people and animal friendly. And, um, I mean, they have they have times where, um, this is short, the plug for a company that's not um sponsoring me or anything but um there's there's people who have hit chewy up and said you know hey man i just uh 
I just ordered the food and I got my shipment, but unfortunately my cat passed last week and they'll say like, we'll refund your card. Uh, and we don't want the food back. Just donate it to the local animal shelter. And that's that. Sorry for your loss. And then they'll send you like a fucking letter about how sorry they are for your loss. And they value as a customer and your troubling time. They, you know, they, they send their condolences and they're just fucking such a sweetheart company something's damaged they send you new shit they don't even ask for the other shit back you know one can can be dented out of a case and they'll send you a whole nother fucking case and their apologies and they're just they're a really good fucking company but anyway you want to get some fucking pet food go through something like that don't go to fucking shop right get your fucking meow mix and again anyone out there need some advice on, on something they're doing with their cats feel free to hit me up cats are my fucking life this is real shit this isn't I, I don't gain anything from it I don't gain anything from it. I've gone above and beyond outside of work to do what I can to help people with their cats. The cat's lost. If I'm, if I'm around here and I have a way to try to help you trap your cat, get your cat back inside, I have no problem with doing that. You know, you have advice. You need advice with some health shit. A lot of things do stem back to you need to bring it to a vet because I'm not a vet. So I can't fix your cat from a distance, but I can give you a little heads up on what I feel is going on. I'm great with working with temperaments. I've gotten countless cats adopted that had, um, you know, just were antisocial or, um, you know, not used to human contact, defensive, scared, you know, and I, and I bonded with them and, and gave them a whole new life. This is what I'm about. Again, this guy is only drug cats in front of fucking crowds of people and wave them around like fucking like a like a piece of his gimmick. It, it makes me fucking sick. And I've said this time and time again. Uh, so then they're talking about. um there was some drama at her house with her mom after they went on and on and on about saying how wonderful everything was and it was beautiful and so glad I haven't seen her in two years and everything was great. And they left the house and then 12 times without letting up on what it was, was like, there's drama at the house. And like, I just like, God, I just, I don't know. I don't even know how to say anything about it. It's just like, it's just some major drama with the family at the house. And it, it, it. yeah, because you just brought this fucking, this fucking Teletubby into the fucking house with his fucking cats in his car. <laughs> and what the fuck is your family who hasn't seen you in two years supposed to think with this fucking character? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unfucking believable. So now, um, she says she wants her own supplements. She wants her own supplement line. Do you not remember you were on fucking steroids and that were your supplements? You weren't on just fucking pre-workout and fucking aminos and shit like this. You were on fucking steroids. So what supplement are you going to sell to the people when you've already admitted that the way that you got to where you were were fucking steroids, you stupid asshole? So there's that. Um, there's another one called Addressing the Allegations. Now this, he kind of just goes on and rambles on and on and on about the girl that disappeared. He starts saying, Chasen Rance is a great guy. I barely know him. Like, wait, what, what the fuck just happened? You just, you just said he's a great guy, and then you said you barely know him. And then he goes, uh, people make mistakes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> what the? Hold up. <laughs> I mean, was there a mistake? Or you don't know. <laughs> um, 
Teddy said his friend paid for Sam Fiddler's tits. She liked to drink, punch guys, live with his friend, and move there from Canada after there was about to be legal troubles. So they pretty much got her out of Canada because she was probably going to get locked up for fighting guys and drinking and, and doing that type of thing and moved her into his friend's house in Florida who also bought her tits. Yeah. But he has nothing to do with it because he was gone before she was gone. So I was already out of the area by the time she disappeared. And if you just do your research, she was in jail. You can just look it up. She's in jail. Like, I'm pretty sure they looked there. The law is saying that she's missing. You're saying that she's just in jail and everybody didn't check there. That's that's your defense. Here's his other defense. Is he, he posted a screenshot of someone going, asking her. Oh, you're not with Teddy anymore? And uh, she goes, no, you abandoned me. And he's like, see, there's proof right there. Had nothing to do with her disappearing. Like, that's that's not going to work. That's not solid proof. They go out of their way, too, to not film his license plate. Um, they're constantly moving. They have four different houses. Houses all over the place. First, we're going to Florida. Then we're going to here. Then we're driving to Pennsylvania. Then we're going back to Baltimore. And then we're flying to Phoenix. And and that's like they're in fucking Arizona now, I think. Like that's uh, at some point they're coming back to Baltimore because they're going to do the final battle. Um, it, it's like so. There's a disco ball in the car now, which wasn't always there. So this is a new thing because he's decided. I have a disco ball in the car, so the cats know where the litter box is in the future. Now I don't know. If he means that, like, his cats will time travel and in the future they'll know where litter boxes exist. Or if sometime later from right now, that disco ball that's spinning lights around on the ceiling will help them find the litter box. Like, it's spinning around. Like, if you know anything about lights, them swirling around the room doesn't really help you find anything. So, and... Is also very fucking illegal to have a fucking disco ball light in your fucking car. But again, I don't give a fuck about that because I hope whatever they do makes him crash and break his fucking head off and let it roll out of the fucking uh, driver's side window. Um, yeah, but again, he talks like he's on coke because his brain is bigger than yours. Um, now, at some point or another, they start filming a Teddy Hart music video that they that someone else posted on YouTube with the fucking camera that's on YouTube. The other move that they do on a regular basis is they try to play fucking music like you again, like like the Red Panda that he discovered. He also discovered songs that a lot of people have already heard, and he blasts that into the fucking YouTube. And at some point, they start bragging like. You ever wonder why, like, we don't even get pulled off YouTube for playing music on YouTube? Isn't that fucking amazing? No, it's not amazing. No, it's not a fucking amazing. The Northern Lights in fucking Alaska is amazing. You playing music that no one gives a fuck about on YouTube and not getting pulled off isn't amazing. It's amazing that you're this stupid. That, that's what's amazing to me. It's, it's amazing that you've gotten through 22 years of life being this incredibly fucking stupid. That, that part is amazing. Not the playing music on your fucking phone through another phone that you're putting on fucking YouTube. That's not what amazing is. Um, 
so um, going forward from that, they keep he keeps he's smoking blunts through this whole fucking thing, but swears that it's all just fucking it's all just black and mild or fucking uh, whatever the fuck he says backwoods. They're all just fucking backwoods or some shit. It's clearly not the case. Like it's come on. Um, again, he says he doesn't have a bank account. Um, but his dad does and the multiple phones, um, oh, okay. Shaheen's saying that all their videos are demonetized and they, they don't know. So basically they can't make money off their videos. So that's, that's what makes them be allowed to play music, which I have to ask Shaheen if that's like a real thing, because I'd like to play music into my, um, yeah, I'd like to, um, play music in some of my puppet videos, but I've always wondered if it was just going to get ripped off YouTube. So I got to talk to him later about that. Well, anyway, um, the music, um, so now this is the somebody's in my house. Mind you, the whole time that these videos are going on, Teddy's cats are in the car and they're driving from place to place and wondering why Teddy's cat's ear is blown up and wondering why, um, the cats aren't fucking creating kittens that they could sell. Um, Maria was completely obsessed and, and I don't even want to say obsessed in a bad way, even though like you can kind of see through a bunch of bullshit that Maria should have been fucking clued into what was going on with that cat's ear. Cause her cat's got a fucking crinkled ear. Um, so, um, probably the same shit happened to her cat. Maybe it was before she got it. I don't know. She's got two cats and a dog. And prior to Teddy Hart, the dog was her fucking life that took over her cats being her life the second she got a dog. Because, again, she goes minute to minute on whether the thing that she loved the most in the entire world will suddenly be like, back burner, motherfucker, I found a new thing. So that's where her dog in it. And she pretty much left her dog and cats at her house and people stopped by to feed them. So, like... The dog shredded things all over the floor, and she's, like, super excited about it. But now she's walking around like her house is haunted. Like, she had people coming over to take care of her animals, and she's like, Someone's been in this house, guys. I feel weird. I feel violated. Like, your fucking animals have been abandoned in your house, and you've had someone to come over and feed them. But what what the fuck are you talking about? Um... They're talking about bringing the dog uh, to Florida, but clearly not yet because they just fucking flew to, like, Arizona or some shit. So who knows when that's happening, if ever. Left the dog there, fucking left. Never a talk about bringing the cats. Like, they really didn't talk about bringing the cats. There's a second cat. Never saw that cat on the video. Um, They didn't, like, you know, his cats go fucking everywhere. They didn't say, okay, now like, let's grab your two cats while we're here. You know, we'll get the dog later. We clearly can't like, he's so used to traveling with the cats, but her cats just aren't a fucking thing. You would think therapy wise, he'd be so overjoyed with the fact that he was getting two more cats, but that's, that's not the case. Um, they, they, yeah, they, they have straight up not eaten a single healthy thing in all these videos. He's looking at frozen slippers in the fucking Walmart like they're awesome. Um, Maria is doing just a Teddy Hart cosplay at this point. He's walking around in Victoria's Secret's um, pink slippers. You know, they say pink across the top of them. 
in the fucking in the Walmart. And he's saying how his friend owns, owns Walmart. Like the fucking corporation Walmart. Not that specific Walmart. The entire corporation. His friend. That's his friend. The Whoever the fuck owns Walmart. Sam Walton, I think, doesn't know who the fuck Teddy Hart is. And rightfully so. Believe that shit. And then he's looking at these bullshit book bags that, that cost like $2. And he was throwing them in the cart. So I got to think that he bought like three fucking unicorn book bags. Because... He was throwing them in the fucking cart and going like, oh, I'm going to use these for patterns for pants later on. This one costs 250 This other one costs 250 Maria's over here splurging on that 650 book bag. I got three book bags for the cost of the one book bag that she got. And it's like, oh, my fucking. And, and they're, again, they're just in Walmart with the fucking camera rolling and the fucking slippers on and the uh, just disgusting fucking human beings. You know how many people see these people in public and have no idea about wrestling or wrestlers or who the fuck, and they just view these pajama pant-wearing fucking idiots like like just mental patients. They just have to... You know how many people just have to stop in their tracks and go, look at this motherfucker here. Like... <laughs> so now, uh... I watched this one real quick today called this got weird really fast uh he said the cats are making more money than anything because donating money to animal shelters for write-offs is the only way you can keep it now let me fucking tell you something because he clued into this on a previous episode too he started talking about animal rescues and how a lot of these shelters and rescues are bullshit because I give them my money and they still kill the cats and it's not right and they shouldn't be killing the cats. They should be taking the money and building farms and fences and build fences and don't kill the cats and put them all there. Think about it. You got to really think about it. You fucking think about it. You think about eating something that makes you die. Do me that fucking favor. Think about drinking the Drano under your sink. Think about fucking bathing in your fucking shower with the chair and your toaster plugged in. Please think about things of that nature because I've worked 18 fucking years. And as I explained earlier, you give animals to the wrong fucking people and worse than death happens. The Michael Vick situation happens when you don't screen who the fuck you give animals to. Animals wind up with assholes like you. And what's funny is you're harping on animals dying in shelters. You know what the number one cause of animals dying in shelters is? assholes breeding them for profit take that shit fucking personally you don't take a fucking stance and start talking about animals dying in shelter because that's my fucking life that I live six days a week I'm shuffling cats around shelters working with their temperaments trying to bond with them and, and form connections with these cats so they open up and they're able to show themselves to random to the, the people to come in, the potential adopters, so I could then market them and put them out there and have them present themselves as, as um, potential family members for the people who meet them. That's what I do. You exploit cats. You want to buy a red panda. And you fucking, you want to, oh, because you were going to pick up Maria's dog. You said, oh, I got to get 10 dogs. I got to get like 10 dogs at once because you got to raise them all at the same time with the cats. That you're a fucking asshole. You're breeding animals 
and talking about animals dying in shelters as if you're part of the fucking solution. You're the fucking reason why this shit happens. You know how many Persians I've seen come into the fucking animal shelter? You know how many fucking Persians I've seen come into an animal shelter? We had the euthanize a cat a couple years ago that looked like your Mr. Money who just randomly disappeared. I never heard an R.I.P. Mr. Money. I never heard a, a fucking, hey, I sold Mr. Money to my fucking buddy. Never saw another fucking picture of him. He was a cream-colored, light, like, beige, orange cat. That was Mr. Fucking Money. That was your big fucking exploitation animal. That was your fucking guy. Next thing you know, he was fucking gone, and the white cat showed up. And of course, some idiot fans are just going, yeah, Mr. Money. Like, you don't even remember the color of the cat you were cheering for the last fucking time he showed up. But we had to fucking put a cat to sleep that was probably 15, 16 years old and abandoned somewhere. Clearly came from a breeder at some point or another because Persians aren't just born on the streets for the most part. This cat was in horrendous shape and was clearly cast out at some point. Terrible dental disease, kidneys failing, and there was nothing else we could do for him. We kept them comfortable for as long as we could. We ran the blood tests. We did everything to figure out if there was a treatment option. And it was just too far gone. It was just too far in. It got a bad, bad upper respiratory on top of it. Badly infected teeth that you really couldn't operate on based on the infection that was going through its upper respiratory. Um, plus the kidneys and everything else that was going on with them. And we had to euthanize that cat. This is what comes out of people like you. You're the fucking cause. If animals dying bothers you, cut cut it the fuck out. You're not helping anybody. So, now let me tell you fucking something else. Because he starts talking about this animal rescue and this, this, and this. And then this recent episode, he said, Cats make him more money than anything because donating money to animal shelters for write-offs is the only way you can keep it. He also then said, we'll do videos like customs, like, uh, you know, fucking bedroom fucking wrestling. And you can donate $5 to a no-kill shelter like the Teddy Hart cat shelter because nothing will die on my watch. So this cocksucker wants that this fucking meow mix feeding cocksucker that drags cats around the fucking country in his car that have no option to just go, what the fuck am I going to do with my day? Oh, I'm doing whatever this jerk off thought of. I'm getting drugged in and out of fucking stores and in, in front of crowds. And I'm sitting in the fucking shower now with this asshole sitting on a chair like he's fucking 85. I, I'm, I'm fucking, I, I'm maybe mating with my fucking probably sister because these cats are probably inbred. Because in order to have a, a good fucking breeding program, you should be mixing different fucking bloodlines. But I don't think he's doing any of that. Nor do I think even if he did that, it would be a good idea. Because no, we, we really need less breeding. We're in no shortage. Millions of fucking cats are dying in shelters. Not because we're not building fences and we're doing the wrong thing with your money, Teddy. That's not why it's happening, you a fucking asshole. You're taking cats' homes away. When people are buying fucking cats from you 
They're not going to adopt a cat from the shelter because you filled their need for a cat and putting money in your pocket and bragging about it on the fucking internet, how you make fucking money off of cats. And and I got to tell you, you're not fucking making money off of cats. You don't have fucking six jobs. You don't have four fucking houses because you have four fucking Persians in the fucking house. There's no kittens running around. There's no money happening right now. You're not selling Persians for 10 grand a piece when they're babies. That's not the fucking market. So there's either constant babies happening that you're selling like a fucking puppy mill, which is not a good idea. But that's that if I saw your operation like that, when your videos turned on, I'd go, well, yeah, he's fucking milking animals for fucking everything they're worth. And this is how he's making his money. I've seen no trace of how he can make his fucking money. None. There's been no actual business happening in any one of his videos. He gets on the phone and starts cutting his bullshit fucking promos. Yeah, have you ever seen me hurt a guy in the ring? No, you haven't, because I'm pretty awesome. And you remember Brian Danielson? I wrestled him in MLW. He ripped my pants off in the ring because he thought I was a joke. But later on, I wrestled him again in Mexico, and he liked me, and he shook my hand, and he's a good man, and he's doing great. And I don't want to name drop and throw names around, but I Brian Cage is another guy. He looks great in the ring, and he trains himself in the gym. And he's been, I was at his wedding. Like, no one gives a fuck. What What the fuck is Teddy actually making money off of? What the fuck is he actually making money off of? Unless he's making major drug runs amongst this fucking driving around the country that he's doing. I can't imagine where he's actually making money because there's no actual work being done. There's no Teddy just got home from work. There's no fucking anything. Customs will get you, you know, a couple hundred dollars here and there and shit like that. But there's no, you'd have to show me where they're even marketing that and movement on that. There's not, there's not any fucking income. It's coming from the family. I 100% believe daddy is funding this asshole's life. But let me tell you something with this fucking animal thing, man. This is real shit, and let, don't let me hear anybody, anybody supporting the bullshit that this guy does. You understand that, like, when he complained about, well, waste of $500 on one of the, the next videos, he said, someone hit me up willing to pay my vet bill. Why? But I told him, no, I'll donate that $500 to an animal shelter instead. So now suddenly he's a hero because he's donating to a fucking... No, the fuck he's not, first off. Second off, why is someone trying to pay this guy who supposedly has all this fucking money? Teddy's Teddy's gimmick isn't poverty. His, his gimmick is flashy, over-the-top, fucking... Oh, I got all the fucking... I got it made shit, right? I made all the money in the world off of cats. So when it comes to a $500 bet bill, why is anyone coming out of their fucking pocket for this guy? If anyone wants to help, let me tell you something. If anyone wants to help cats, anyone wants to help animals, donate to a reputable animal shelter. Go to ahscares.org.com. I think either works. That's, That's the website for the place I work at. You look up at the stories, the rescues, and the things that we've done, and you go donate to them. Go drop some money at them. 
Don't don't fucking donate to a goddamn thing that his see-through bullshit operation is about. And if he starts running some kind of fucking cat shelter, I guarantee you I will take a personal fucking agenda to get it shut the fuck down. Because he's done nothing but exploit fucking animals, and they suffer at his hands. You see his cats eat fucking garbage, they're drug around the fucking country, and jerk off assholes like Pinky fucking cosign his shit. That's the fucking animal lovers you got on your side. Jerk offs assholes who don't do a fucking thing with their life and they're like oh looks good to me i don't know he pet the cat and he smiled i think he likes him that that's bullshit he told her that uh she needs to watch game of thrones to understand how life works uh they did some random like domestic violence looking wrestling in the store where he had her on like the dirty ass floor in the store um so th- this is, I mean, my summary. I, I think I-, I covered every bit of it that I'm going to cover, and there will be bits of this every week. I guarantee fucking you it because I'm watching every one of their videos. But my summary of this is he's a fucking scumbag. He is using this girl. He is ruining her. She's too stupid to not fall for the bullshit he's up to, and he is ruining her fucking life. She's a 22-year-old girl who had the fucking world at her fingertips. She was on Vince's radar. She was signed to Ring of Honor. She's currently signed to Ring of Honor. But let me tell you something. Ring of Honor hasn't wanted to deal with Teddy Hart since he fucking flipped 18 times off the fucking cage. Since he went into business for himself at Final Battle in like fucking 03. Or Scramble Cage, I should say. In 03. I was fucking there. All of a sudden, Maria Manic, this monster girl, man-eater, tearing fucking things up, has now made a mockery of every single thing she is and what they signed. And on whatever that is, I think think December 13th or something, she's going to show up in Baltimore with this fucking circus jerk-off with her. He's going to draw all the fucking attention to himself. And they are not in the business of dealing with Teddy Hart. And when that becomes a package deal of dealing with Maria, this this may be the last day she's under contract. Is that day when she shows up in fucking Baltimore. She's undersized. She doesn't look like the person they signed. And she's showing up with the king of all fucking bullshit asshole drama it's a fucking shame that this is happening Teddy Hart someone who has nothing to fucking lose no one wants to use him anymore I I'd be surprised well no I don't want to say that GCW will probably still use him I won't be surprised if they do but other people have cut ties MLW just fucking got rid of him. He was under contract there. That's it. And that latest video when they're talking about doing customs, he said, oh, I retire from wrestling. I'm not wrestling anymore. So I don't think he's even trying. And I 100% think he's on the run from something. Because he's not stopping moving. Motherfuckers don't stay put if they're being watched. If they're being fucking... If someone's trying to find them... 
They don't stop fucking moving. And that's how he's fucking operating right now. So don't be fucking surprised. Don't be fucking surprised when this comes crashing down. And I hope for her sake, I can't do anything but call her what the fuck she is right now. But I do, you know, I I did see the upside in her. And I saw a, a future for her that was had a lot of fucking possibilities. The um the potential she had in her future was tremendous. And that is out the fucking window right now. And I like I said, I hope she's able to come out of the other side and redeem herself and I hope he dies a slow fucking death. On YouTube. Like I'd like to watch that. Um I think they have policies against that, though, so it's unlikely to happen. But uh, maybe they'll film it, and then it'll be like a leaked video or something later on. I don't know. Um, he He's joked about the chloroform porn that he was up to. He's fucking, uh, and he was Teddy Trouble, you know. Uh, he's He's joked about the girl going missing and said that, oh, Maria's mine now. She's captive. She's not going anywhere. She's going to go missing under my covers. Like, there's a girl that's legitimately missing. And because people are accusing him of it, he's just moving and moving and moving and moving and moving while he drops like kind of random jokes about it. That's kind of wild because even if you have nothing to do with it and you said shit like, Oh, you know, she was a nice girl. I I hope for her family's sake. She's okay. But in the meantime, you're joking about her disappearance there's something real fucking crazy going on there. There's something bad going on. But again, for Maria's sake, I hope she comes out the other side of this. I call shit like I see it. So she's going to be a retarded motherfucker for as long as she acts like a retarded motherfucker. Because I'm watching this shit. And man, I, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Like I said, this is this is fucking honey boo boo. This is flavor of love. This is that type of fucking retarded behavior. And I'm going to keep fucking watching this shit. And this will give me content. I'll, I'll keep fucking talking about it on this show. So Teddy Hart will get like a weekly burial. It won't be as long as this one. This one needed a show by itself because I watched like six fucking hours of it. But who knows? I mean, the way that they pump out stuff, maybe I'll have a fucking two shows a week where I talk about other stuff and another show about this fucking train wreck. But um, this is this is incredible. Um, I, I can't even... I can't even put any more words to it. I think I covered everything I wanted to cover about it. Um, check out Wrestling Soup. They did a show the other day about this very thing. Um, they they covered it very well, too. Went over to Schlack thing, the Schlack video. Um, some hilarious comments on there. Um, check out them, as always. Check out um, Nuclear Heat Graphics, my man Shaheen. Um, I got you five stars with Jeremy. Um False Count Radio, um, The Inhuman Experience. Eric's uh, The Eagles Might Lose to the Giants podcast. Uh, Who's the Sadder Team on Monday Night Football podcast? Check him out. Like I said last night, check out the Artie Lang. um, Artie Lang's Halfway House. Now, Artie's 10 months sober, and he sounds as sharp as fuck. Um, on the, the Lenny Dykstra episode he did, his second episode, Lenny's still not, he's not sober. <laughs> and uh, he he dropped some fucking bombs on there about 
what he used to do. And he said in 1990, around the time he got traded to the Phillies, he figured out that the umps rule your life. Balls and strikes that can be called either either way determine the outcome of the game, the runs, how you come off as far as your stats, how you get paid as far as your contracts based on your stats, your team's wins, your team's losses. All that ties into the money and your livelihood. So he took out $500,000 and he fucking invested in a private investigating firm to investigate the umpires, to follow around the umpires and dig up dirt on them and blackmail them. And his strike zone got smaller. (laughs) He'd walk up the plate and uh, the guy would be, you know, gay, but uh, in the closet about it and married to a woman. And he'd go up there and he'd say, hey, how was Rick's last night? And that strike zone got fucking small. There'd be a guy that bet you can't you can't be a betting man if you're uh, working for a professional sports league. And he'd walk up there to Jets cover last night and he'd fucking freeze up. The guy would have a mistress and he'd call out the name of that one. Hey, how's Betty? You know, Uh, fucking strike zone got smaller. He led the league in fucking walks. That year. It's one of the most amazing, crazy fucking things I've ever heard. And and I believe it because this, this type of thing has happened in sports. Sports is a very, uh, just like any other business, especially with the millions upon millions of dollars that are, um, that exist in sports. These are billion dollar companies. If you think shady shit doesn't happen to sway millions of dollars one way or another, you know, you're fucking crazy. Uh, there's been stories in the past too about, um, you know, teams that would, uh, they'd send hookers to places where the opposing team was hanging out the night before the big game, paid them for the night and just said, you know, here's where the players are hanging out. Go fucking hook up with these guys. Like they're the, you know, they're the hottest thing you ever met in the fucking club. Keep them up all night drinking and banging. And then the next day when they show up all worn out for the game and we're right, <laughs> we got our fucking a game. That's, you know, that's what's up. There, there's shit that, like that that's gone on in the past, which is all fucking wild as hell. But yeah, hearing Lenny talk about that type of shit was really fucking crazy. He talked to, he, he talked stories about doing coke with Bobby De Niro and, and different ways that he would come down from his high with mixing the, the, the coke with Xanax and, and fucking amphetamines. And he had a whole system on how he went up slow and then came down slow and fucking... Uh, Lenny and them were, were calling uh, coke fucking... Um, Keith Richards, so they, the, the code word would be like, hey, is Keith Richards in the house? And, you know, that would be like, do you guys got Coke? Or if it was crazy Coke, it'd be like, oh, I got Richards' greatest hits tonight. Like, these these motherfuckers were wild fucking cowboys back then. So when you hear some of the stories and the stuff, and Artie's got stories for days, um, I hope that guy stays fucking straight because he is fucking sharp as ever. The type of, uh, you know, one-liners he's dropping is just, just fucking unreal. He cracks me up. And um, check out his podcast. His podcast is free. You can find it on Apple, iTunes, all of that type of stuff. Um, he's got like a video component to it, which I believe shows up on YouTube daily. But it's also on the Comics Gym, which is like their main hosting site. Uh, so you could check him out on there too. Um, like I said, one of my favorite comedians and um, my favorite all-time on-air personality, uh, 
mostly based on his time on the Howard Stern show, but what he's done on podcast after that was just fucking incredible. And, um, you know, support that guy. I, I could not be happier to see that guy bright, bright eyed and fucking doing well. Cause I, I thought that was impossible. I thought that was absolutely impossible. I hope to see him again at the count Basie in, I believe January. And, um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, fucking two nights in a row of me doing a show. I'm the type of motherfucker to skip weeks and weeks. So, uh, fucking, if you enjoy my show, I guess congrats. I, I mean, I don't know. But, um, should be back next week. Um, definitely do, you know, something on whatever the fuck Teddy and Maria have been up to for the next five fucking days or whatever it is. And, um, look forward to the Cage of Death review that will be coming, I'm sure, within the next few days after Cage of Death, which I will be doing year as I do yearly with Sozio. Oh, and check out Struggling with Sozio, his new podcast. He's got, I think, about five or six episodes out right now. Uh, he's got a kind of a different format. It's not a wrestling program. They talk about a lot of real-life stuff, and they get into different struggles and things that people have had in life, and they just get into some kind of real conversation. So check them out. I think he does a great job over there doing what he's doing. And uh, I think that's about all I got. If I missed anything, hit me up. I'll hit it next week. All right. Take care. Peace. Talk to you all later. Have a nice night. Stay dry. It's raining again. Tired as rain. Makes my grass green. I won't complain about that. That's all I gotta say. I'm out of here. I love all of y'all and, uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your, to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good. Like Cheese tell me, tells me all the time to listen to what you got to say because you be blazing people. And I'm like, well, I got to hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide me, I don't have that car. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. The Cusa Kick Radio. Jesus! So say good night to the bad guy. I'm going to tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no solution.